Welcome to Steamboat Mickey Podcast, episode number seven, Is It Real? Today we'll discuss recent news, including details for the food and wine festival that are slowly creeping out. We'll keep you up to date on the opening of Toy Story Land. We'll play a new game called Is It Real? And as always, we'll offer up some tips to maximize every moment you have at the most magical place on earth, Walt Disney World. Thanks for listening and welcome back. We took a week off as the boys finish up school, including Alan graduating, air quotes, graduating <laughs> from eighth grade. Yeah. Yay! I don't consider it graduation, but it's still a great accomplishment. It is. Um, but you didn't earn anything yet. So when you graduate, you get a diploma, right? Yeah. But you but, you conquered no. middle school. You yep. got really good Great grades. job. You'll be a high yep. schooler now. Um, and Cameron will be going into his last year of middle school. So. Yes. Great accomplishment from both of you guys. Um, but we're back, and we're ready to have some fun and talk Disney, right? Yeah. All right, we've got the whole family here, as we discussed. Um, why don't you introduce yourselves and mention the one thing you're most looking forward to doing this summer. I'm Alan, and I like sleeping in and staying up late. Mm. <laughs> I'm Cameron, and I am looking forward to going to the pool that we live nearby. That's so much fun. And I'm Lisa. I'm looking forward to the Man City game we're going to in Chicago. And I'm Al, and I'm looking forward to the world's largest music festival, Summerfest, here in Milwaukee. And also uh, going to some brewer games. We're yeah. about to Next finally weekend. go to our first brewer game of the year. So always good yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. Everybody Playing some like bags. Them. You like them? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to some news and updates. The boys are going to play a big part in this uh, episode as they're going to give some uh, news updates to you guys. So we're going to start with Alan, and he's going to talk about some new developments with Star Wars Land. Well, Star Wars Land is actually called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay. And it'll take place... So it's not called Star Wars Land? No. Okay. That's just the easy way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how most people refer to it. So yeah. it'll be called Star Wars A Galaxy's Edge. And it'll take place in the village called Black Spire Outpost. Ooh. So it'll be like walking onto the set of a movie... And yeah. the whole thing is going to be black. Yeah, it'll be album. immersive. That's pretty awesome. And when's it open? Uh, it's going to open in fall of 2019. So, all right, a little yeah, ways. 15, 16 months yeah. out. Um, there's going to be a Millennium Falcon ride, which is where you pilot a ship on the mission. Wow. So, that's cool. I wonder I, how that's going to be. Is it going to be like Mission Space? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think it's two people at a time. So okay. It looks like it'll be pretty. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, or will it be just like a simulator ride? What was the one um, in Disney Quest, the roller coaster? Cyberspace. Yeah, Mountain. it could be something like that. Yeah, and I think of Mission Space as like a simulator more than um, being interactive. And I yeah. think this one's going yeah. to be more interactive where you're actually actual part of the mission. But Yeah, because yeah. it says you're on a mission. Right, so. which you technically are on Mission Space, but... Right. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> the name. Not, yeah. <laughs> right. Not actually. But this one's, you know, the technology's advanced yeah. a lot since then. So. Yeah. Like, I wonder if like if your actions will affect how the ride goes. Oh, right. Oh, and that would be new. Something different. That I mean, even on Star Wars tours, like you don't affect what. Right. What's scenes next? you're going to get? Yeah. Right. That'd be okay. cool. 
Um, are they? And there's another attraction, right? Yes, Disney is building full-size spaceships that you would board into, and it puts you in the middle of a battle between the First Order and the Resistance. Okay, so it's so you're going to be basically jumping on uh, a, a spaceship. And you're going to be put in the middle of this battle? Yeah, do you think it'd be kind of like a video game type setting, know. you know? To me, it sounds yeah. like it would just be like another Star Wars. Yeah. But, do you think you'll be actually able to fire but, at the... Maybe. It's going to be a trackless ride with a pre-show. Oh. Right, so it won't be like oh. Star Tours, which is a stationary ride. Right. Are there yeah. any trackless rides right now at Disney World? Because Ellen's Energy was a trackless ride, right? Yeah. I heard People Mover was considered one, but mm. I don't consider it one. Maybe yeah, technology has surpassed it, so it's no longer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the problem with having a track is. Right? <laughs> what do they have against trucks? What's that? No track, like, it'll just make you feel immersed in the ride. Yeah, that's true. Well, and remember, we talked on a previous episode about the Winnie the Pooh was trackless, so it was able to make the car bounce, which in you Japan. wouldn't be able to, yeah. Yeah do that on a track so it does give you more possibilities yeah yeah okay all right great job alan um interesting news there about the two new rides and obviously more will keep coming out about galaxy's edge um as we get closer to it um i because i know one of the other things that was announced recently was that the resort is going to lead directly into the yes. park into galaxy's edge right um and that looks pretty crazy because to get from your resort into the park, you're going to basically enter into a ride. That's nice. Which will look like you're going That's through cool. space and then you'll just teleport basically into uh, Star Wars Land or, or Galaxy's Edge. Well, the resort is supposed to be immersive as well, so, right? Your yeah. windows, it's going to look like you're So there's going to be one window that's supposed to be looking out into space yeah. no matter where your room is. And then they they encourage people to wear Star Wars clothes and stuff like that. <laughs> so awesome. so even when you're coming leaving the park and going back to your resort, you're going back through this themed tunnel way or whatever. And then when you when you get there, it's supposed to be like a hotel or a resort in in Star Wars. Yeah. So they make it so you can stay immersed completely in that atmosphere. I wonder when you leave to go on a ride. I wonder how it will look like on the outside because those windows like they're painted look like you're in space uh, like how would that look on the outside yeah, well that's why that's i think it's question. only going to be one window so you, it, you may not oh not may all not the need, windows are going to be it may not be a real window mm -hmm. yeah it could be a they may street. not need a hole in the wall is what i'm saying yeah so well, from yeah. the outside it might just look like a wall and then you're looking into something inside that looks no, like and, you're but that would be it would be a hotel with no windows no it would have windows you said it was a wall one the window looking into space okay. doesn't gotcha. have to be a real window. Yeah. All the other windows have to be a real window. Okay. <laughs> Disney put a lot of time into this one hotel. Yeah, I mean, it could change the way they do hotels yeah. you know, going forward. People yeah. also love Star Wars, so if they yes, were to they focus do. on one, oh, it absolutely. would probably be a Star Wars one. Right. Yep. Yeah, D it's a great place to start. The technology. Yeah. Oh, always. Well, which, yeah. you know, this is a good segue into your news, Cameron, for Toy Story Land, but it does seem like they put a lot more into Star Wars than they did Toy Story Land. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they didn't have to pay 
How much did they pay for Star Wars? Do you remember, Alan? Uh, it was the like rights to it? Billions of dollars. Yeah. It's like six oh, wow. billion or something like that. Uh, think, Maybe not that much. I think it might have even been more, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. We don't fact check. Nope. But you know, <laughs> they didn't have to pay that for Star for Toy Story. Right. That they, they own that. They did. They developed that. That's Pixar. Well, that, that's so, true. Star yeah. Wars. They had to buy. So I don't blame them for putting more effort into Star Tour Star Wars, because. It costs them a lot, yeah. and it's a much bigger franchise than Toy Story. People outgrow Toy Story, and then maybe right. you become Disney fans and you grow back into it, kind of, as it relates to Disney World. But people that aren't just... There aren't conventions for Toy Story. Let's just put it that way. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I know Toy Story, they scaled back a lot on what they were originally going to yeah, do. Yeah, the original renderings were much bigger. Yeah, I so. mean, you are supposed to be... A tiny little toy and everything humongous where it is oh, a different like scale that. like that but it's not to the point where they originally were going to do it it's not so ambitious yeah well there's yes there, there's less things mm-hmm. there but you know Cameron was going to talk about the opening of Toy Story Land so why don't you give us your your quick news update there Bubby so Toy Story Land what Toy Story Land it opens on June 30th which is on a Saturday Ooh. okay and the entrance to Toy Story Land, well, yeah, the entrance to Toy Story Land. Toy Story? Why are you calling it Two Story? <laughs> Toy Story Land <laughs> is through the Midway Mania ride. So it has a new entrance and a new exit. So you're walking through where the back of the ride was originally, and you come out and you're instantly in Andy's backyard. Right. To make you feel immersed. Yeah, but you actually have to walk into Toy Story Land to get into the entrance. Yeah. And then the entrance and the exit are in Andy's backyard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, w- what are we supposed to be scaled to something? Yeah, so Toy Stories, the movies, if you watch them, you know that there are green army men. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to be... So You're scaled to be the, the height of those green army men. Okay. okay, and they're tiny. Yeah, they are tiny. That's cool. So yeah, so some of the examples are the Buzz and Woody figures that take place that are placed at the entrance of Toy Story Land are the size of a school bus. Whoa! So if you stood a school bus up, that's how oh, large stood the it figures. Up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so Toy Story Land. It has footprints, Andy's footprints, and they are about 20 feet long, which is approximately the size of 240 shoes. Okay. <laughs> a, a size 240. Yeah. Oh, so like a you're a size two. 8 or whatever. Yeah. Andy's footprint is the size of a, a size 240 shoe. Yeah, so that's um, really big. That's that really, really, really big. big. Oh, that's going to feel awesome. Yeah. Wow, everything's going to seem so much bigger than you Yeah, are. so, you know, the whole point of this is that to scale, you're supposed to be the size of these green army men. Mm-hmm. So Woody and Buzz are the size of a school bus because you're the size right. of an army figure. Now, what I wonder about the footprints is, how I wonder how deep it's going to be. Right. I wonder if it's going to be like a giant crater, or just like something that you just easily walk through and walk out. Or just notice. Yeah, I mean, it's 25 feet long, so it could be, you know, carved out, basically. And it could be just the slightest indention in the ground and right. color, yeah. a different color, just and so you can see it. But and there might right not be it. an indent at right. all. Right, right. 
Yeah. I guess we'll find out on June 30th. But it is important to, to note that the entrance and the exit are moving. Um, they will be changing <clears throat> to the back of what's at Toy Story Mania now. One thing to note, if you're going to Disney World here uh, immediately, uh, June 11th through the 19th, Toy Story Mania is closed oh. while they switch to, while they switch the entrance. That's interesting. That so eight days. What's, hmm. What what I think is interesting is that it's reopening on the 19th, but Toy Story Land isn't opening till the 30th. So where's the yeah? Like why wouldn't they just close it on the 22nd? So I don't know if that means there's going to be two entrances and two huh. exits. Yeah. You know, and they're not going to actually use the the new entrance until the 30th, yeah. but that seems weird. That does seem weird. Because they're not going to want people walking around. if they did it that way. It seems like opening it early and then like doing all of that extra stuff just so people can still ride the ride is doing too much. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. See what people say about it, because you know we're going to be watching YouTube videos about the opening of Toy Story Land. I don't want to see too much, but definitely, yeah. So that's less than three weeks now, so that's that's uh, coming up fast. Yep. Um, there are, you know, there are pictures, there are videos online of the um, like some the of the media events they had. And, yeah. yeah, some of the media events they had. So you know, if you're if you're interested in it, you can check it out. We prefer to not see any of the new items until we actually get there. The new attractions, the new lands. Yeah. We wouldn't look at videos of Soarin'. the new fantasy land. We wouldn't look at videos of the new Soren, of um, Pandora. Right. Um, we we just don't do that. So we don't want to see too much of Toy Story Land because we want to experience it when we get there yeah. and be wondering like we're little children. Yeah. <laughs> Which we are at heart. That's right. Okay, uh, that's a good uh, good updates there, um, Lisa. I know there's a few food and wine items that came out last week. Mm-hmm. It, it was billed as this breaking huge news, but um, what what were the actual updates? Um, so there's some new food that's announced for the booths at Food and Wine. Um, there's the Hops and Barley Marketplace. So can that's, I can I stop you for a yes. second? But we still don't know all the booths, right? Right. No, they don't have all of the booths listed with the menu items. But so we know one. that at least with these items, we know that these booths will exist because they're telling us. Right. And two of these booths we've never seen before. Okay. They're new. Oh, so I'm sorry. Start no, over. That's what okay. was the What was this one? Yep. The first one was the Hops and Barley, which is located near the American Showcase. Okay. And that's going to have a slow-braised beef brisket. It says pot roast style, but I'm not sure what that means. Okay. So it's just... Maybe um, just kind of slow-cooked fall-off bone. Yeah. Um, With a horseradish cream, crispy fried onions on a potato roll with pickled vegetables on the side. Okay. Well, I bet if you're into pot roast... um, (laughs) And braised beef. That would be awesome. Yeah. I bet you would like that. You probably would. You like those kinds of beefy sandwiches. Yeah. Um, are good. The second one is the Wine and Dine Studio, which opened in 2016. Um, and it's in the Next Eats Pavilion, which is in Future World. Okay. Um, and that is serving a butternut squash ravioli with brown butter vinaigrette, Parmesan cheese, and pumpkin seeds. Whoa. Whoa. Do you think you'd like that? Uh, it, it sounds good. It does sound good. Sounds I'm not okay. a fan of butternut squash. Sounds interesting. But when you put brown butter and cheese on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jeez. butternut squash is really good. It's a fall flavor, so that would be a good time to have that. It's a fall that. flavor. Yeah. 
Um, and then the third one is Flavors from Fire Booth, which was brand new to the festival last year, and it's behind the Epcot character spot in Future World. Okay. So and it's, in the same same general yeah. area as Wine and Dine. And it's supposed to be mainly grilled items, and so this new item is a charred chimichurri skirt steak. With steak? A, yeah. Try and say that three times really fast. <laughs> Um, and it's served with a smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and cilantro. Okay. Another good uh, meat item Yeah, for meat eaters. Yeah. And as a snack, I mean, some of those can go a long way. Oh, my gosh. And some of these, I mean, I, I didn't look at the prices, but I'm sure, like, the skirt steak's probably not very cheap. No. And you can get a good deal with your snacks. Um, okay. And then the next one is the Eat to the Beat Axe. They've announced some new acts that are going to be playing. Some of these I've never heard of, so I'm not going to mention those. But um, Vertical Horizon, Sheila E., Jim Belushi, and the Sacred Hearts, and 98 Degrees are all new acts that have been posted. I've never heard of any of them. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I would be surprised if you had. Yeah. I mean, Sheila E., we just saw her on American Idol or something like that. She yeah. was a woman drummer. It was when they had, um, oh, was it Prince. Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. Prince, Prince. Okay. Yeah, because she, she worked with Prince a lot. Yeah. And then 98 Degrees, Nick Lachey, you might know who he is. He's hosted a bunch of shows. Yeah. But he was in that boy band. Back but that's in the, day. the Eat to the Beat concerts. They're not going to have your any yeah. major acts there. <laughs> Nobody real current. Right, right. Yeah. So. so that was billed as the breaking news, but that was basically, basically it, right? Yeah. Well, and there's two more things I wanted to mention. They're okay. going to have a character dance party on Friday and Saturday nights. Um, they don't have a lot of details, but it just says it's an interactive atmosphere where you can dance and play with Disney characters. That's new. That's that is new. Right? Because like, they had something like that, the not-so-scary Halloween Right. Party. They have those at the parties and but, stuff. Yeah, that's at the Horseshoe Saloon or whatever. Yeah, those yeah. are fun. And then they do some outside. They do one in front of the castle and then yeah. one over by Space Mountain. Yeah. But the one, the one in the Horseshoe Saloon or whatever it's called. We it's have some great pictures from that. What did you say? Diamond Horseshoe. Diamond Horseshoe. Diamond there you Horseshoe, go. Diamond Horseshoe, yeah. Um, and then the last thing is they will be having um, a junior chef kitchen where kids get to become chefs and then they eat what they make. So, yeah. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. And that's going on all the time? You just well, it'll up. be on Sundays in the Festival Center. Oh, and it's something you'll have to sign up yeah. for? Yeah. I'm surprised it took them that long. It'd yeah, something like that. it's something very simple, and kids love to cook. It's not something like mainstream, just like teaching them basic life skills. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. maybe that's something you guys could do while your dad and I do our lunch in Epcot. Yeah. You guys could go cook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. it's coming up quickly. I mean, we're going to have is. to start making final decisions. Yeah. Um, one of the other things we learned this week is that the... Reservations. Yep, are opening on the 14th, but you can start making reservations. They don't have all of the uh, dates announced for, like, all of the beverage pairing lunches and the World Showcase. None of those dates are determined. Um, but they did have the brunch with the chefs. Yeah, so there's a Sunday brunch. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple other events. Yeah. I know they've they've the frozen. Yeah, but they are there well, dates nope, for that. They yet? didn't announce dates for that either. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of tough. That is, and if you're a Tables in Wonderland card holder or an annual pass holder, you can actually start booking on the 11th, which is tomorrow, and we still don't have dates tomorrow for Tomorrow being? Monday. Monday, yeah. the 11th. So yeah. 
for everyone else it looks like it's going to be thursday the 14th so because of that um this is coming up really quickly so because of that um lisa and i will be recording an emergency episode of food and wine special events <laughs> since you can start booking them on thursday so um we'll give you everything you need to plan those must-do events but look yeah. for that one to be released here hopefully by tuesday um, so that you can get every, everything you need yep. to plan your events yes. um, and start booking them on Thursday. So I know we're going to be looking at, at booking a Sunday brunch yep. um, right away, hopefully with Jeffrey Zerkarian. Yes. Um, that'll be the first Sunday that we're there. The frozen dessert party. Frozen Ever After. Yep. Which is really cool. And the one part I didn't know about that, so I knew about the desserts. I knew about the special seating for Illuminations. But then after Illuminations, which is well after the park closes, you get to go on Frozen Ever After. Yeah, because that's a good advantage. Instead of waiting like an hour to get on it, you can just wait until after the park closes. Yeah, and then we Right, but it'll right only on. be for people that are participating in the Frozen Ever After. So it's like not open to everybody. Right. You're in the way yeah. back. Right. Right. Yep. Alan, are you excited about that Frozen Ever After dessert yeah. party? Yeah, I like all those sweets. <laughs> and they will have savory items too. It says they're gonna have like cheeses and Ooh. popcorns and snacks and stuff like that. So. So when I originally asked Cameron about it, he I said, "Are you excited? Would you want to go to this?" And he said, uh, "It depends if I'm hungry or not." <laughs> well, I'll really tell nice. you at the time. If I'm not hungry, then. Would I really eat anything? Yes. But then that's why you plan for stuff like that. So if you know that we're going to that dessert party that night, then maybe don't eat so much during the day, right? All right. Then yes, I would like to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that that's settled. So we'll probably do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now, this is exciting. It's time for a new segment of the show. It's called, Is It Real? Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so this is a game that Lisa came up with. Um, so why don't you go ahead and explain it? Yep. So basically all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a news headline and then you have to tell me if you think it's real or not because it may, might be real. It might not be real. Sounds simple, but fun. All right. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? All right. Okay. Are you guys ready? Well, so you didn't explain anything else other than... Well, so you're, you're all your going to play and then whoever gets the most right at the end... No, so there's wins. three questions. Yeah. And if you get two of the three right, you win. Right. If you don't get two of three, if you get one or zero, then you lose. Yeah. So each of us is going to win or lose. And I will preface this by, I think one of them, honey, you might know. So I have a backup question. If, you're, if your dad knows one of these, then I'll get to ask one just for you two. Okay? Uh, okay. All right. Okay, and we're really competitive, so there'll be three uh, three questions, so let's get right to it. Let's play Is It Real? Is It Real? The People Mover will be going under a refurbishment to change the ride. I think... In any way, you just it's just a generalized question? It's going to change the entire ride, so it's a total refurb to make the People Mover completely different. I think that it's not real because the people mover already covers most of the map, most of Tomorrowland. So I don't really see any point why they would change the ride. Okay. Okay. So you say not real. Not real. That's like it's something that I'll believe, but like I probably will have heard about it already. Okay. 
So I'm gonna say not real. You're the not real, okay, honey? I'm also gonna say not real because I know that at least at Disneyland, they've tried to redo their version of the people mover and make it faster and make it kind of like a, a an attraction. Faster. Yeah, or as much like a, a ride as they could. Um, and, and it never worked. And it cost a lot of money and it was shut down a lot and it was just a lot of headaches. So I'm gonna say not real. That was that wasn't smart to make it mo more a thrill ride because it's supposed to be like calming, like get to know the Tomorrowland. Yeah, and then the track couldn't even handle it though. That was right, <laughs> and that's why it kept shutting down. So. Right. Yeah. Something to add: if they did redo the uh, uh, people mover, they would have to basically block out a lot of Tomorrowland because that goes around the entire Tomorrowland. But do you think that the parts that it goes through, it doesn't have any effect on the actual things that it goes through? Like Space Mountain wouldn't be any different if no. I mean, I guess they no could just put it. boards up or whatever so that you couldn't see the construction during Space Mountain or from Lilo and Stitch or right. whatever. Uh, it, it would make it look a lot different, but... Okay, so what's the answer? The answer is, it is real. What? Oh. Yes, so... They are going to be doing an Incredibles makeover on the oh. ride. Now, it's still going to be the same track, but the car is going to be enclosed. So then it's going to um, look like the vehicle that Mr. Incredible drove in. Okay. And then um, the Progress Land model of the Epcot City that's on the People Mover, that's going to be going away, and it's going to be a replica of... Metroville, where the Incredibles live. Are they gonna put that, uh, like, diorama of Epcot? Is that gonna go anywhere, or is that just gone now? That'll be gone. So, you know, I had heard that they started playing Incredibles music on the People Mover, so I don't know why I didn't get this right. Oh, yep, you big dummy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Joe Rohde, he's gonna be in charge of it. Okay. And so he's so one he's, of the best Imagineers at yeah, Imagine, Disney World. did most of Animal, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. What and I'm wondering about is how it's going to look when you're going through Space Mountain and you're in that car. Well, so yeah. he says it's going to be a more fast-paced experience. Okay. okay. So, um, but I've got some really bad news. Oh, boy. It's going to close after the summer of 2018 in order to redo this refurbishment. Well, if I mean, anything's going to be closed, might as well be that. Yeah. I love that ride, I do, though. too. But, I mean, it's like when the railroad was down. It's like, it's a bummer. But yeah. it doesn't care. Yeah, it doesn't affect the overall fun level of the of the. Yeah, it's like one park. of those things that you just, like... It's one of those things where you just, like, go on and be like, okay, that's over with. Well, it's, yeah, and it's a time to relax. Yeah. But they said that they hope to have it ready for the 50th anniversary. Jeez. So it's going to be closed for so a long time. time. Yeah, which yeah. is three years from this October. Yeah. So okay. It's, yeah. All right. All right, let's, on to number two, we all got this wrong. So if, if any of us get the next one wrong, we, we, <laughs> we, we lose. We've, we've lost. Well, I do have the bonus. So we'll no, that's fine. We'll that still have play. lost, but. Okay. She's like, I have all the weight of the world on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling the pressure, are you? Yes. Um, okay. The next headline is, the Carousel of Progress will be closing at the end of 2019. I'll start with this one. Not real. Bogus. Um, I just don't think they're ever going to close it. I, I, 
I don't get it, but there are people that love it. There are traditionalists that love it. I just, I won't believe it. I, I would think if anything, they might add a new segment, um, but there, I, I just can't see it closing. When you say close, like you mean close permanently? Yes, like, okay. Donezo. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Because there are people that just adore that ride. Yeah. Love it. So okay. what's your answer? Not true. Not real? Not real. Cameron? I'm actually going to say real. Because writing the Carousel of Progress, it doesn't really take that much. And it's most probably wasting energy from Tomorrowland. And doesn't really make them that much money. It's you don't just... think people come to the park just to go on Carousel of Progress? Yeah. <laughs> I know that they don't. Yeah. But, yeah, it's one of those things that, you know... It's more of a, an escape when it's really hot in the summer. And... Yeah, and you know, when I was looking into this, I saw an article. I didn't read it, but it, it said top 10 rides that Disney staffers love to go on, and that was one of them. Yeah. But I, I mean, think it might be what you said. Like, they like to go in there just to cool take off. a nap and cool off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on their you know, break, they probably just go sit in there. And there's a lot of people that are just way too close to Disney. You know, either they spend too much time or they know too much about Disney World. And they say weird things like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because they know everything there is to know. They've yeah. gone on everything a million they times. So they that. start getting real detailed into tiny little intricacies of different rides. Like in their mind, they're like, if I don't like this, I don't like Disney. I got like everything at Disney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so it is not real. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Cameron. <laughs> Um, but there are rumors of refurbishment. Um, they're saying that they possibly will redo the very last scene, update that to make it, I mean, because the future. Exactly what I said. Yeah. The future right now is old compared to right. 2018. The future is the past in that ride. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then they're looking to get a new narrator for the ride. All right. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't. Know who I, I can hear the voice and everything. I don't know who it is, but I know that two of the people that they asked were Gene Hackman and Morgan Freeman. I, I figured Morgan Freeman would, would be one, and he probably isn't now. So right, um, Gene Hackman turned it down, and then Morgan Freeman never responded. Okay, all right. So, so Alan and I are one and one. Cameron's zero and two. For Alan and I, this will decide whether we win the game or lose the game. For Cameron, this will decide whether he gets shut out or not. <laughs> so what's number three? Number three is the old River Country water park will be turned into a new resort. I know the answer to this one. So I, I thought you might. I don't know this one. All right, so what's your answer, Cameron? I'm just going to say real because I... I can barely hear you, buddy. I think it's real. Okay. Because I don't really, I don't think I've ever actually heard about the water park that much, so it's obviously not that far popular. So well, I, it closed in 2001. Oh. It's also abandoned. But that's okay. But I mean, to you, that's before you were born. Right. So yeah. That's like a, <laughs> your mom doesn't think that was a long time ago, but to you, it was more than a lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually gave me all the more reason to say that it is real, because then it's just like a bunch of empty space. They probably got to use it because they paid for it. Okay. Alan, what's your answer? I think it is true because I know they're blocking off like some parts of it and deconstructing it. Okay. So it, like in my mind, it's like why else would they deconstruct it if they weren't going to do anything with it? Right. Right. All right. Okay. So what's the answer? It's real. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did. I 
guys, we got something right. There's not a ton of details on it. They're saying it's going to be a large-scale themed uh, deluxe resort with DVC. Um, and it'll have direct transportation to the Magic Kingdom via water taxi. Whoa. So, awesome. But I figured you'd get a kick out of this one because I know you like to look at old videos and stuff of yeah. abandoned Disney Yeah, parks. and so that's right outside of the Wilderness Lodge? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and so they'll build a new resort there, mm -hmm. and it's going to be more like a tower? Um, yeah, I mean, it's they're saying it's going to be like a contemporary type. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be a tower. Um, all right, so Alan got two of three right, so he wins. Yeah. Cameron got one of three right, so he loses, but he doesn't get shut out. I'm one and one, so there's a bonus question because yeah. you thought this might happen. And you know what? I'm an idiot. Because you know the bonus question, too. All right, so I win. <laughs> I win. But can I tell the boys? Because that's the one that you asked me to do because yeah. you like it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay, so this one is just for you, too. All right. So you know the boat that the transportation that takes you from Hollywood Studios to Epcot? It's called the Friendship Boat. We take it yes. all the time. Yeah. So that is going to be closing because the new Skyliner goes from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. So they're gonna be shutting down the boat service because people are gonna be taking the Skyliner instead. I think it's real good, you're very specific about that. I think it's false, because that also takes you to some resorts. What does? The boat. Okay. Goes to Swan and Dolphin, Yeah. Beach and so Yacht Club, Boardwalk. They're also getting rid of transportation to resorts by doing that. Do you know where the Skyliner drops you off at Epcot? No. It's right, actually, it's right by where the boat drops you off. Yeah, it's at the, back, the entrance. back entrance. Yeah. Well. Okay, so what was your answer, Alan? False. That's not an option. I don't think it's It's true. real or not real? <laughs> not real. Cameron? Real. It okay. is not real. It's not real. They are... <laughs> Temporarily closing. It is because they have to put the towers up for the Skyliners. So yeah, they're, so they're actually going to have buses time. running. Yeah. Which. That's or you can walk, which is what we like to yeah, do. We yeah, we love to do that, but it, no one does it's, it. It's, it's not for a everyone. nice, peaceful walk. So. Okay. All right. So Alan and I won. Yeah. We're one and zero. Cameron's zero and one, but you have plenty of time to make up for it, buddy. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Okay, so that was a lot of fun. That was the first time we played Is It Real? We'll try to mix some of these into uh, our news and yeah. update shows. So that'll be a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. And maybe uh, at some point the boys will come up with some for us. Yeah, and Cameron, you should brush up on your Disney news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so now we're going to end the show by playing a quick game of Extra Time Would You Rather For Real Edition. Ooh, did you okay? two know about this? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, you don't know the questions, though, but no. this is no. for real edition. So these are questions about our upcoming trip, decisions we have to make, and we have to make them soon. Yeah, I guess we're um, going to do it right now. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so the first question is, on the first Friday that we're at Disney World, so we might fly in Thursday night, we might fly in Friday morning, we haven't decided yet. On your yet. birthday. On my birthday. Um, but we're going to have time to eat at Disney Springs. So would you rather eat a deluxe burger or the House of Blues? I would eat 
to eat at Deluxe Burger because last time you guys went there, I was sick, so I didn't have a chance to go there. So I want to try it out for the first time. Okay. I would choose House of Blues because I've been to both of them and I liked House of Blues better. So it's just reasonable. Would you get, <laughs> right. the, would you get the Juicy Lucy Burger again or yes. would you get something else? No, I would get they the have shrimp and grits. They have yeah. so much good food. Is that what you food. always get, Alan? Didn't you get a buffalo chicken thing there one time? I got a buffalo chicken salad, which actually was really good. Oh, I think I got that same salad. A different time. Yeah. We've eaten there yeah. multiple times. Okay, what would you say? I would pick Deluxe Burger. I really like their veggie burger and all of the sauces. I absolutely love french fries and they give you what? There's like six different sauces. Yes, you and you can and... ask for all of them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's like a horseradish, a curry ketchup, a barbecue, a Parmesan ranch. Honey mustard maybe? Yeah. Cameron wasn't there. He was, he was under the weather that day. Yeah. But do you remember, Alan and Lisa, do you remember me saying to the to the guy behind the counter, I was like, well, how many of those can I try? And he's like, you can try them all. And I'm like, well, can I have three of them? He's like, no, you can have all of yeah, them. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I'm serious. You can have them all. He was <laughs> So cute. they have fries with these really great sauces. Yeah. Alan and I, did we split a burger or did we get the same burger? Because didn't we, we get the, the chorizo burger. and beef with uh, a salsa on it. It was yeah. really good. It was a really chorizo good. and yeah. beef And poor mix. Cameron always has to hear about how much we liked it. Yeah. No, but I love House of Blues. I do too. That's wings. a tough They've one. They've got great appetizers. They've and House of Blues is a table service. They've got a version. Of, well, we'd Not be paying for it. We'd be paying for it either way. So, um, But they have like a version of Voodoo Shrimp. and So I, I thought that might be a tough call. But so what did you say, Alan? House of Blues. Deluxe burger. Deluxe burger. Deluxe burger. Uh, you know, right. one thing so I'll we'll, say about House of Blues, you cannot eat outside if you're using your dining plan. We won't be using our dining plan. Right, but remember we tried to do that one time and they said no, you That's have weird. to go inside in order to use your dining plan. Because it's what, an outdoor like bar and appetizers. You also can't use your magic bands to charge drinks oh, to your room outside. Right. You have to go inside to the bar. Well, maybe that's the issue I'm thinking of. It, it's probably drink related and not food related. Yeah. I was <laughs> drunk at the time. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so so we'll actually this is for real edition. So we will for real go to Deluxe Burger. That decided it. Look at that. All right. So here is the next and last would you rather for real edition question of the day. Would you rather go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween on our first and last nights or go to Not-So-Scary Halloween on the last day and Frozen Ever After dessert party one day during the trip? So right now, that Friday that we're talking about going to Deluxe Burger, we could go to Not-So-Scary Halloween without using one of our 10 park days mm -hmm. and have that first night be Not-So-Scary Halloween and then we're also doing that at our, our last night in the parks before we fly home. Okay. Or we can just do the last night and then do the Frozen Ever After party sometime during our trip. So, so it's either Not So Scary Halloween party twice? Yep, first day and last day. And if we do that, then we can't do the Frozen Ever After. Correct. Or we just do Not So Scary the last day and then do Frozen Ever After some point during our yeah. trip. Yeah, I, I definitely want to do the Frozen Ever After. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I also agree. <laughs> Any reason just because it's different? Yeah. Or? Yeah, it's just variety. It's different. And also, I feel like if we go on two Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party on the first day and the last day, it will ruin the fun. 
Well, when we go on the last day. So that first day, yeah, like that first full day that we're there, Friday the 19th, my birthday, we could go to Magic Kingdom. If we went to the not so scary so Halloween we, party, we it could would go basically to Magic be an 11th day in the parks. Right. If we don't do that, then it's still going to be 10 days, and one of those 10 days we'll be doing Frozen. Right. So it is an extra night in the park. And to follow up on that even further, our first day in the park, Saturday, we're going to Animal Kingdom first because we're in Animal Kingdom Lodge. So typically we go to Magic Kingdom first. But so does that right. change anyone's mind? No. No. Because no. we're definitely going there the last day. There's no doubt about that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I would like to spend my birthday doing Not So Scary Halloween. <laughs> but I would also have fun just maybe go to the boathouse or yeah. um, the hangar. What's that called? Uh, Jack Lindsay's hangar bar. Jack Lindsay's? Uh-huh. Jock Lindsay. Jock or Jack? I don't know. Okay. We don't fact check. <laughs> we don't. That's right. That's right. We don't fact check. But you know... That dessert party that you and I went to, it was so much fun. Yes. I loved it. So the Frozen Ever After dessert party, they have all kinds of desserts. They have different dessert stations. They have music playing, so obviously it's going to be Frozen themed. It was candy themed when we went. Yes. There was um, a band. This... All the songs were based off of sugar and candy. Yep. And so they also have specialty drinks for the kids and for the adults. So right. there's some really great um, margaritas and mixed bourbon or whiskey drinks, yep. there's champagne, there's mimosas. Yep. So it's really great. And then after that party ends, they walk everyone to a special, the special landing um, outside, in between Mexico and Canada, like right when you're walking yeah. up to the World Showcase. So we get to go down below there for the fireworks show, for the illuminations. And then after the show, we get to go on Frozen after, Ever After, once the park is closed. So that it's a really a great. I wonder if that's a lot of benefits. It is. There. That would also be the only time we'd go on the Frozen Drive, probably. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we'll get those glasses again? No, because they don't call it the 3D party. Oh, that it was. So Lisa and I went 3D to the 3D dessert, dessert okay. and that's when it was geared more towards adults. Like it was kind of frowned upon to bring kids. You could yeah. do it, but it was kind of It was a lot upon. of alcohol. Yes. Um, and not so much. And they gave you these 3D glasses that when you put them on the fireworks, each little speck of speck light from the like fireworks made a Mickey head. So yeah, like the three like Mickey, Mickey head. heads. So it was that awful. was awesome. We should bring those with us this time. Yeah, I, I, I think we still have them. We yeah. do. We still have them. Yep. We could do that while we're watching the fireworks. Books. Exactly, because yeah. that is the perfect space for them. So if you're coming from Spaceship Earth and you're walking straight back to the Magic or to the World Showcase. Once you get to the World Showcase, there's like a landing area that's yeah, like... stairs that go down. Below oh. sea level, it looks like. Yeah. No, I kind of thought it was like the building, like the top of... Not top of the building, but like the top floor. So next, you know, going either way, there's like gift shops or whatever. Actually, do you remember when we first started going there as a family, when you went to the right, there was a McDonald's fries shop right oh there. Oh my gosh. Where you could get McDonald's fries. I don't know if I fries. remember that. That's that, ridiculous. Yeah. Why Disney? They got rid of all, because there was a McDonald's in town too, and they got rid of it. And there was a French fry stand, like a cart, they a McDonald's French fries, fries cart at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> That's nice. When, when I remember going there in college, um, Magic Kingdom had a McDonald's fry stand. Oh my goodness. So 
that when they changed their french fries i think that's when they took them out of the park so i don't think they were necessarily related but Mm -hmm. mcdonald's fries aren't nearly as good as they used to be well and you know mcdonald's went through that period where people were really frowned upon you know frowned upon mcdonald's they were getting a really bad rap because of the pink goo and stuff and their food and i think disney actually came out with this yeah (laughs) came out disney came out with a statement saying that they were no longer yeah and full disclosure the boys since they were probably five years old they've had mcdonald's once they've only ever had (laughs) one big mac that the three of us shared (laughs) it was still good it was good they've had one filet of fish which the three of us shared so Anyway, we're off the rails yes. talking about uh, uh, French fries and McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, that's episode seven. That's a lot of updates. That's a little new game called Is It Real? Uh, we did a little Would You Rather for Real Edition, um, but that's going to wrap it up for today. As always, you can find Steamboat Mickey Podcast at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can... Email us at steamboatmickeypodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. You can find us anywhere that you pod. So that's it for this episode. As always, we're going to say goodbye and good night. Have a magical day. Take us out, Mickey.